Some communities will have parades and fireworks for the 4th. Some folks will have cookouts this weekend with family and friends where the practices of social distancing and wearing face masks will be happily discarded for a few hours at least, as if recapturing a bygone era. But then again, how does one wear a face mask when you're chowing down on barbecued ribs, cornering the cob, and enjoying an ice cold beer? In past years, our focus on the 4th of July pretty much revolved around such domestic pleasures, with little, if any thought, given to the nature of freedom itself, how it was attained, and the awful price many paid to achieve freedom and preserve it. We can no longer afford to do that. This 4th of July, ought to serve as a reminder that the founding of our nation was unique in human history. There was nothing like it before. There hasn't been anything like it since. We are the only nation that has declared in its founding documents we were established on Judaic, Christian, religious principles that are in concert with natural law. Specifically, that our freedom is not given to us by a monarch, a decree of Congress, or reward by gracious politicians. Our founders, from a wide variety of religious and non-religious traditions, understood that freedom comes from God and therefore brings with it inalienable rights. And among these, they tell us, are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And a government elected by a free people has as its most fundamental obligation at federal, state, and municipal levels the task of providing safety for its citizens from foreign and domestic threats. So the people may pursue their livelihoods in freedom, which in turn provides the optimum opportunity for all to enjoy prosperity. This 4th of July should compel us to consider the imminent danger our republic is in through a fiendish combination of three factors. The first factor, there are well-financed and organized domestic terrorists who want nothing less than the destruction of our government. We are witnessing not patriotic protests, as the media would like us to think, but the politics of intimidation by mobs. A free people have the right, indeed the grave duty, to protest injustice, especially the evil of racial discrimination by those in authority. But a free people also have grave responsibilities as they exercise their right to protest, not to threaten or harm others, not engaging in looting, not destroying cultural and historical treasures, not desecrating houses of worship, and respecting the livelihood and the property of others. Rights 
without responsibilities in exercising them is not freedom, but anarchy, which is precisely what the mobs want. When Pope Benedict XVI visited our country, he gave a speech from the South Lawn of the White House. Addressing the topics of freedom and responsibility, the Pope said, freedom is not only a gift, and now listen to this, freedom is not only a gift, but also a summons to personal responsibility. The preservation of freedom calls for the cultivation of virtue, self-discipline, sacrifice for the common good, and a sense of responsibility toward the less fortunate. The second factor. Federal, state, and municipal government leaders have allowed themselves to be intimidated by the mobs, which only emboldens the mobs. Some elected officials dismiss the violence. Some actually justify the criminal behavior as protest. Some use the chaos to advance political agendas. And most appear to be paralyzed by the violence. What they all share in common is a deliberate shirking of their fundamental responsibility to ensure public safety by taking the appropriate measures necessary to restore law and order. Our political leaders have failed us. In some cases, they actually scorn those who dare to defend themselves and their property and their businesses from the mobs and even apologize to the mobs. Some politicians are seeking to defund the police in their cities. The very men and women who daily put their lives on the line to keep the peace, to serve the public, and to keep the chaos away from our front doors. Nothing good shall come from this. The third factor, the amnesia of the American people helped to create this mess. If you and I haven't read the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, or the Bill of Rights since high school, it's probably time we do so. The standards of government enshrined in those documents must be the measure by which we measure our political leaders. Sadly, it is possible for someone today to receive a high school diploma or complete a college degree and never have studied those founding documents, yet still be considered an educated person in our society. A people that allow themselves to forget their history, to forget that God is the author of man's freedom, not government, and forget the sacrifices that so many have made to preserve freedom. Such a people will quickly cease to be free. William Penn, the founder of the colony of Pennsylvania wisely said, those who will not be governed by God will be ruled by tyrants. God governs, 
by calling man to bring his freedom to the service of the common good. Tyrants rule by demanding unquestioned obedience to politically correct groupthink. Consider that this 4th of July weekend could be the last one we will have as a free people who understand that our freedom is from God, not the state. That freedom is something intrinsic to our nature, not something government or its unelected administrative bureaucrats give us. And that freedom is not free but may require great sacrifices at times. In a few months, we shall vote. The outcome of this election could determine if we shall keep a constitutional republic with the executive, legislative, and judicial branches in a constant and oftentimes <clears throat> messy dance of checks and balances, which best ensures our freedom we shall have some other form of government that will assume to itself the authority to redefine our nation, redefine the very nature of man and freedom, and create a political order with a new ruling class no sane person would want to live under. During this 4th of July, let us soberly consider what a pivotal moment our country is approaching. May God bless the United States of America.